Glad you could join us for another episode of Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. Today, we have a couple of guests from Project Home of Cranford. I'm joined today by Lisa Arico. She is the president and Maggie Feeney, who is the vice president of Project Home of Cranford. Thanks so much for joining me here on Cranford Radio. Thanks for having us, Bernie. Lisa, why don't we start off with you and telling us a little bit, for those who might not be familiar, what is Project Home of Cranford? Project Home of Cranford is an organization that's been around, I think, for 35 years. We raise money. All of our fundraising dollars go to Cranford Family Care, specifically for rents and mortgages, so that that, our money is used by Cranford Family Care rather than using their own resources to help people remain in their homes in Cranford. We're totally blind. We have no idea who's getting the money. Uh, Cranford Family Care screens and qualifies all the people, and then they give us a report monthly that tells us how much they have contributed to various families. Obviously, this requires a good deal of funding to help those in need. Maggie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how the money is raised for Project Home of Cranford, please? Um, We do various fundraisers throughout the year. I think uh, two of the major ones that everybody really knows about is Ladies' Night Out. Um, In the past, we've had over 250 guests at it. Uh, We took a break for two years due to the pandemic, but we came back this year and we cut back on the numbers to accommodate people because of the pandemic. We still had a great turnout. It was a great evening. It's a sit-down dinner with a wonderful tricky tray and, of course, a 50-50. And it's just such a sense of community and so many wonderful people from town. And it's great because it's all different age groups. We also run the town-wide garage sale, which is a huge hit. And I think a lot of people don't realize that it's run by Project Home of Cranford. Um, We used to only do that once a year, but we've seen so many people have interest in it. And the fact that you may not be able to do it on one date. So we do it now in the spring and the fall. And it's a only a $25 registration fee. Your address goes on a list that you can be downloaded with some highlights of what you're selling. And we post the listing of these addresses on our website and on social media the night before the sale. So people interested in shopping can download it and see all the wonderful things that people are selling. And it's that's a really a lot of fun. People have a great time at it. And of course, our most recent one was our Dunka Cup. And again, we had taken a two-year break from that due to the pandemic. And this year, we brought it back and we raised about $850 with that, um, which is pretty impressive. Um, And we tie that in with a food drive and school supply drive for Cranford Family Care. And it's the police are wonderful. They volunteer to sit in the tank and get dunked. (laughs) And just seeing the kids and the children, it is just so much fun. Uh, It's a great night. So uh, we thank the Cranford police for really working with us on that and, you know, giving us another avenue of raising funds for Project Home. Lisa, I know you mentioned that the funds themselves are blindly distributed. You don't know who those go to. But I'm curious, in terms of just some general information, do you get a sense of why these needs are present. People may think of Cranford as being a relatively affluent town and not having those kinds of issues with homelessness or people being pushed out of their their housing. Tell us a little bit about why there is a need for something like this in a town like Cranford. 
Uh, there's a need for this in just about every town, um, even though the residents may not know it. Many people not only live hand to mouth, but they also live very close to the bone. And all you need is catastrophic illness, uh, extended job loss. Uh, I think uh, Kathy Willis had said at one point she had a client who was the victim of identity theft. He couldn't get any credit, his bank account, and they had no money. They couldn't pay their rent. It's things like that. Because the uh, clients have to be qualified, it's not as though if you've just kind of, you know, lived high on the hog, you're going to get some money. You have to really show that there's a need and there is a need for that. Think about your own finances. We probably all have a nest egg, but, you know, something happens and that nest egg is gone and you still have rents, mortgages, utility bills to pay. So even though Cranford is relatively affluent, there are, there's still need within the community. When you talk about people qualifying, tell us a little bit about that process that it's not as if just someone can go up and go to Cranford Family Care and say, hey, I need money. There is a process to make sure that that need is legitimate. I just know that Julie has them you know, complete an application and there is a review that's done to determine if they're qualified. There is a review process that's gone through uh, with Julie and her board to make sure that there is a need. And they're capped at how much they can give them for housing, too. So it's not indefinite. It's not that we're going to pay a year's worth of rent. And also, you know, Julie, again, not only does she is she able to distribute the funds, she's also very good at finding other avenues for these people to get assistance if there is other avenues available. I do know they have to submit like all of their financial information, their checking accounts or savings account. And Julie does credit cards. credit cards. Julie looks very carefully at where all that money went, just to be sure. She is excellent at screening the clients. You've mentioned a few times about people paying rent. Is this something that's available for people who maybe aren't renters, but have a mortgage and for some reason can't pay their mortgage payments as well? It is available for people with mortgage payments. Um, In fact, that was the way it really started, I want to say, 34 years ago. Uh, Mortgage payments today are very high (laughs) Mm -hmm. as compared to what they were 30 years ago. I don't think that we raise enough money to carry a mortgage, um, but I do think that Julie has helped out with mortgages in the past for people who have needed them. If we can't do the whole mortgage, we could certainly help them with a portion of it. When it comes to this, obviously, it's more than just the two of you. There are a number of volunteers that are involved with Project Home of Cranford. Tell us a little bit about how people become involved as volunteers and maybe what some of the motivation is for them to become involved. We do occasionally and are running again in September, a new member night where anyone is invited to come to the meeting, see what we're all about and participate with us. We hadn't done that in a while because of COVID, but previous to that, we would have those nights occasionally, or you would bring a friend in, someone that you knew would be an asset to the group. But most people who come love Cranford. And they see the work that we're doing and they want to be a part of it. Cranford Family Care is one aspect of it. And you can go there and volunteer anytime you want to do anything. But 
they want to be a part of something that is going to grow and work throughout the year. And, and we're a lot of fun and we have fun fundraisers. <laughs> we'll talk about a little bit about that aspect because it, it's not just the work that's involved. There is some social aspect I would imagine that's involved. There is a social aspect to it. Uh, we don't, we do have, you know, end of the year parties. I have to say, and Maggie will probably agree with me on this. Uh, we meld very well as a group. We're very welcoming um, and we're always looking for people to help us out on the various fundraisers. And what's nice about Project Home is you have a fundraiser, you work on it, and then you're done with that. Boom. And then you're on to the next. It's except for the like president and vice president. It's, it's, it's a kind of one and done thing. And I think also I just want to throw in there is it's a really nice group of people because it's various ages. Like, I love it because there's people, believe it or not, older than Lisa and I in the group. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and there's people that are my children's age. Um, And, you know, like anything else, it's nice having different perspectives, different levels of energy. You know, um, we've been very fortunate several years ago, a member joined who was very good at websites. So she built this great new website for us. You know, we have someone, you know, who's on now with us who joined in the last couple of years who's great at graphics. So she's doing our graphics first. Where, you know, I, I can't do graphics. So it's really nice having these people with different perspectives coming on, bringing up different ideas. You know, we've tried different fundraisers. You know, uh, a year or two ago, we did a, con- a photo contest and we produced uh, note cards that we sold. And that was one of our new members' ideas. So, you know, a member comes up with an idea, we run with it. Um, Dunkatop Cop was an idea of a new member. So these are the things that we need. Um, it brings freshness and, you know, you need different ideas to keep newness in it. But of course, Ladies Night Out is our staple and, you know, people really look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I noticed, and you know, you talked about Ladies Night Out, but as I was looking through the list of volunteers, it seemed to be predominantly women. Are men involved with this at all? Or is it primarily women that have volunteered and decided that they want to contribute in this particular way? When the group started, there were men on the board. So we don't have any rules against men. In fact, we did have. <laughs> no. Yes, we don't have any rules against it. It's not a, a girls club. Um, we did have a male member. Uh, joined us right before the uh, right before COVID, and then life got too busy. But uh, he was really willing to help us. And you know, if we had a few men on the board, we could probably do entirely different things than we're doing now. So we're not it's not just a women's club. We're open to anybody. We're open to new ideas. We really need to raise money, so we are open to everything. We talked about the residents being involved. Are the businesses in town involved in any way with Project Home of Cranford? The businesses in town have been very good to us. Um, they are very good at donating items for Ladies Night Out and supporting us. For example, um, the Dunk Cop, Martin Jewelers, Ellen Raymer at Martin Jewelers, underwrote our costs for the Dunk Tank, which was, I think, $400. And without that amount of money, we wouldn't have made $800. She also gives us uh, favors for Ladies Night Out. Brian from Arnold's Pest Control has 
sponsored us on a couple of things, um, as well as a lot of other merchants in town. Um, pretty much, you know how Cranford is. You kind of ask for something, and most of the time <laughs> you get it. Yes, we enjoy great success with the merchants. For folks who maybe don't have the time necessarily to become a member, but still would like to contribute, is there a way for them to donate to Project Home of Cranford? Oh, well, of course there is. <laughs> I figured there might be. <laughs> of course there is. We have a website, as Maggie mentioned, we have a beautiful website, actually, which is projecthomeofcranford.org. And there's a donate button on there. So if someone wants to donate, they can send a check in. They can just do it with a credit card. And we love when you have corporate matches. That's always a great thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll gladly take donations. And, you know, if someone doesn't have the time to be involved in everything and wants to say, I can give you a hand, you know, like Ladies Night Out, we're always looking for volunteers as runners. Um, and generally, we try to get some high school students because, it's a lot of running around, making sure everyone gets those baskets. Um, and we try to keep the event moving because, you know, people don't want to be there to all hours of the night um, as, as much as they're having a great time. So if someone wanted a volunteer to say, hey, I'll give you a hand, you know, we're always open to that, too. You know, you don't have to make a big commitment. But if someone wanted to say, hey, we'll give you a hand or, I'll, you know, I'll help you put together baskets, something like that. We're always looking for people to pitch in. And we will have a link in the show notes to Project Home of Cranford. So for anyone who would either like to get more information or would like to donate, they can click on that and go right to the website. Finally, I want to ask for anyone who might be listening to this who does have a need, how might they go about applying for assistance? They would have to apply through Cranford Family Care. And they have a website as well, or they can call the number that they find there, make an appointment to go down and see Julie. Again, we don't know who anyone is. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want anyone reaching out to us or emailing us. You know, we that's the one thing, you know, we don't know who are getting these funds. And um, again, Julie does a great job of vetting, but also keeping people's privacy and respecting that. And, you know, we just know client number one, I distributed funds to. We don't get any backstory. Um, so there's no issue of our members realizing who's getting the funds. We just know they're going to Cranford family members who are in need, and that's our goal. And if, if we do get an errant email requesting us for money, we send that right off to Julie, and we speak of it no more after that. Well, thank you both for the work that you're doing and all the volunteers are doing and those who donate and support the work that Project Home of Cranford is doing. And I very much appreciate you taking the time to, to chat with me here on Cranford Radio today. We've been talking about Project Home of Cranford. I've been speaking with Lisa Arico, the president of Project Home of Cranford, and Maggie Feeney, the vice president. Thank you both so much for being here on Cranford Radio. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Barney. Thank